Hello and welcome to the Fitness for Sport podcast by Athletic Strength UK. This is your host, Connor Stewart. Hello and welcome to episode number nine of the Fitness for Sport podcast. I hope you're enjoying all the content so far. Thank you for all the great feedback that you've given. Really appreciate it. If you ever have any feedback or you want me to cover a certain topic or anything, just hit me up on Instagram at athleticstrengthuk or email athleticstrengthuk at gmail.com and I'll always get back to you and you never know, your topic may be the next episode of the Fitness for Sport podcast. So today's episode is all about creating goals creating goals that will ensure your success and guarantee that you get what you really set out for. This episode idea came to me because I've been doing a lot of goal setting with clients recently. I've been going in depth with both big picture idea goals and small little ones which break them down to make the big goal easier and I just thought with so many having to do this with quite a few people there must be other people who need to know how to create proper goals so hence the idea of this podcast episode so i want to start off with asking you a question how many times have you said to yourself something like i want to add 10 kilos onto my deadlift this year I want to jump two inches higher by September. I want to do this thing by this time. And you're really motivated for about a week, maybe two weeks. And then it sort of tails off. You forget about it. And you're just happy being back where you were before. I'm guilty of this as well. I've done it many many a times and I'm sure you have too and there is a real common factor that links all of this together and that is the fact that you and I did not set the right goals we didn't detail out how we are going to do these things and when we are going to do them by and that is absolutely key I think it really comes down to people not knowing how to set proper goals and not knowing how to systematically go through it to give yourself an accountable time frame. And I also think it's pretty ambiguous as well. I really struggled when I started setting out proper goals and smarter goals I really couldn't get my head around them very much because I just felt like, well, this could happen in a week or a year. You know, why am I, you know, what's the point in putting a time frame on something? What's the point in quantifying anything? It could or couldn't happen by this point. There are too many things out of my control for, for that to be the case. But really, those are ultimately just excuses and... I'll absolutely put my hand up and say that is a lazy way of thinking about it and that is a really bad way of thinking about it as well. It's really negative instead of saying 
to yourself something like, okay, this is awesome, this is really exciting, I'm going to do this new thing in this amount of time, and I'm going to become this new person, or whatever, I'm going to be able to do this new thing, have this new thing, and that is really exciting, and just dismissing it and saying, oh, there are too many things out of my control, is really doing yourself a disservice, so yes, it's ambiguous, and yes, you might be struggling to get your head around it, but stick with it, go with it, and enjoy it, and see where you get to, because it's only going to be a good thing, not anything negative is going to happen, because ideally you will set a goal that is only going to be like outcome positive and you know you're not going to say i'm going to invest my whole life savings in the stock market and make 3 million pounds in a year or something because that's just going to end in absolute disaster and i'm sure people will tell you that's a bad idea so let's start off by talking what is a realistic goal and certainly for myself this is what I found most ambiguous and I think what most of the clients who I've gone through this with find most ambiguous as well because there is an extent that you can argue that anything can be a realistic goal if you consider how long the time frame is and your personal situation there's no reason to say that nothing is possible and there's every reason to say that everything is possible like for example like if you're new to the gym like a lot of or quite a few of my clients are and you want to be able to bench press your body weight if you say i want to bench press my body weight in two months that's highly likely to be an unrealistic goal obviously depending on you know if you're an absolute featherweight at 40 50 kilos you might be able to do it in two months but if you are you know, heavy, say you're 100, 110 kilos, that's really not realistic. And then, but if you change it to say a year, year and a half, and put the right steps in place, that can then be an entirely realistic goal. And you could absolutely do that. So it's working that out in your head can be quite tricky. And it can be quite frustrating as well. I know that I definitely found that most frustrating because people say to me, oh, what do you want to achieve in a year? You know, what does your life look like in two years, in five years? I'm like, I don't know. How am I meant to answer that question? How am I meant to know what my life is like in five years? I mean, if I look back to my life five years ago, there's no way I would have thought that I would be where I am now you know five years ago there's no way I thought I'd have a a mildly successful blog and a podcast that gets you know some good listens every week and so I just found that really hard but being able to visualize and contextualize where you want to be it gives you real motivation and drive to go out and do what you do each day to go out and you know quote unquote be a success for yourself and going back to the realistic versus unrealistic goals and using this bench press example say the person who is 110 kilos wants to 
bench press their body weight in say three or four months obviously it's going to be very limited as to the increases in strength in that time to such a degree but if they said okay i want to lose 20 30 kilos in three months to be able to bench press my body weight that is realistically a good goal i always like to say shoot for the stars and if you miss you'll still hit the moon and i absolutely stand by that i think that's a really good way to live your life by because if you live your life with high standards and high expectations for yourself then if you just miss those really high standards and really high expectations you're still going to be a success quote unquote you're still going to be able to achieve so much but if you just have mediocre standards and mediocre expectations for yourself and you miss the mediocre then where does that leave you that leaves you incredibly subpar it leaves you below average and just not where you want to be I always think that you should make goals that make you nervous, that make you worried, that make you doubtful because nothing was ever accomplished when you stay in your comfort zone. Nothing ever gets done by just being where you're comfortable and where you're familiar because you get into routine, you get you get to know where you are, what you're doing and what you have to do and everything's easy. And when you get into that situation, change can be a very scary thing and it can often be crippling as well. You can, it can often really worry you and scare you. But if you get comfortable, oh, excuse me, if you get comfortable being uncomfortable and you're always looking to push the envelope, you're always looking to explore new things, to expand your horizons, do things that will make you uncomfortable then you're always going to be developing you're always going to be learning you're always going to be doing new things and that is without a doubt going to lead you to achieving your goals and achieving what you want and being quote unquote a success but what happens if you do all of these things you set the goals you dream big you outside of your comfort zone you do all of these things which you know should realistically lead to success but it doesn't happen where does that leave you it still leaves you in a better place than you were beforehand you're not going to regress you're still going to be in a better place than you were before so going back to the example that or the two examples that we used before about increasing bench press say the person wasn't able to um bench press their body weight in the next year in the next 12 months well how much have they still increased their bench press by if they missed it by five kilos that's still a huge increase on their bench press and let's go vice versa say they wanted to lose 15 20 kilos in however long three four five months then and they missed that well how much weight have they still lost at that point is it 10 is it 12 13 16 they are still, and you are, excuse me, you are still in a better place than you were beforehand and the little things you're doing might just need changing or you just maybe underestimated the time frame or maybe something's happened in your life that has 
taken more time and attention to that something's happened maybe you started a new job or whatever it might be external factors do happen don't get me wrong but being able to take the positives out of everything is also really important as well don't dwell on the fact that you missed it by three kilos or whatever focus on how much you have increased or bettered yourself that's bad english but you know what i mean than where you were to start off with so why do or why does setting proper goals feel so abstract i think i think it's because from such a young age we're told we have to do x to achieve y you know you have to do really well in your a levels you have to go to a red brick university otherwise you won't have a good life you have to get this graduate job otherwise you'll stifle your career you have to reach this strength by a certain time otherwise you can't have a career in sport we're never truly challenged i don't think to think outside the box and consider what's possible in life i mean just thinking back on my own journey going through a levels to university i was told if i don't get two a's and a b or three a's in my a level and go to you know a red brick really good or perceived to be really good university i'm not going to really do anything i'm not going to have this really good career i'm not going to earn loads of money i'm not going to do this and the pressure was so high it was ridiculous and full disclosure i i didn't flunk my a levels but i just i i underachieved i was predicted two a's and a b and i got three c's and thankfully doing my extended project qualification or epq uh, gave me enough ucas points to go to leeds met university to study sports science but before that i took a gap year to brisbane australia to play a season of rugby league in brisbane now if i had been so set upon getting three a's or two a's and a b and doing what doing the course that i was planning on doing at the time which wasn't sports science it was history i i'd have never gone to australia i'd have never gone to leeds met to do sports science i'd have never done my masters i'd have never got my internship at the rugby club I'd, this podcast wouldn't be happening yet if you had asked many of my teachers at my sixth form what would have happened they'd have probably said oh you're not going to go to university you're just going to get a job in you know wherever t-mobile whatever it is no disrespect to anyone who works in t-mobile i'm just using it as an example and there was never encouragement to think outside the box there was never any indication that i could think to do something a little bit different and to take a bit of a different path and maybe even one that goes away from university but then comes back like something that i did it was always to get y i have to achieve x so when it comes to creating goals and thinking outside the box and thinking about reaching something we've never done before we can't really process it if you just sit back and 
think about some of the things that people around the world are doing at the moment there are people on this earth who are making a full-time living on youtube making videos of opening boxes opening toys opening you know pokemon cards and things and there are others who vlog about their life and make loads of money and if this doesn't show you that anything is possible and you can achieve anything then I don't know what will and it certainly shouldn't scare you it should make you like nervous and all of this because you're pushing the envelope and it's all new territory but it shouldn't scare you into going you know into yourself and not and not going for these things the only real way to make the abstract seem real is to get it down on paper and plot a path to how you're going to get there once you break everything down and you have a clear path it becomes much more realistic it becomes much more tangible and you're going to have a much better time with it now what is the difference between a dream and a goal what we started off with at the beginning of this podcast was a dream i want to bench press this I want to add 10 kilos on my bench press this year. I want to lose 10 kilos, you know, by the end of summer. Those are dreams, not goals. There is nothing to keep you accountable, nothing to keep you to a deadline, no way of determining if it's realistic. A good saying, which I'm probably absolutely going to butcher now, is a dream is just an idea with no purpose, but a goal is an idea with purpose and accountability. People like to keep ideas as dreams because ultimately they are afraid of failure and to a certain point they're also afraid of success which is a really bizarre sort of concept and again another one of those intangible things you've got to get your head around. Why would you be afraid of success? Well, success again is somewhat out of people's comfort zones they've never really achieved anything and they wonder is it going to change them as a person what are their friends going to think of them what are their families going to think of them are they going to be considered sellouts are they going to be considered this and that and that fear holds people back of really achieving something that they really want and if your friends and family are really true to you then they'll encourage you the whole way if they're not true to you then they'll hold you back and it's hard to see it at the time but once you're out of that situation it can be really clear how do we go about setting achievable goals then well the best way to set achievable goals is to use the SMART goal format. SMART stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic and time dependent and we're going to go through an example of a realistic and a not realistic goal now. So realistic, so a someone who weighs 90 kilos has a deadlift of 120 kilos and they want to deadlift 1.5 times their body weight which would be 135 kilos so a specific goal would be i want to deadlift 1.5 times my body weight in six months time 
let's say that's a specific goal to have measurable we're going to add 15 kilos to your deadlift in six months is it achievable yes is it realistic yes what's the time frame six months there you have a specific achievable realistic smart goal so an unrealistic goal using the same example would be i want to deadlift 200 kilos in six months so yes it's specific i want to add i want to deadlift 200 kilos in six months measurable yes it's measurable i want to add 80 kilos to um, my deadlift is it achievable no it's not is it realistic no it's not what's the time six months ultimately it comes down to the achievable and realistic metric if you if it is achievable and realistic then you can go ahead break down your goal if it's achievable but not realistic then you need to rethink either the timeline the specificity the measurability of it if it's not achievable but it's realistic you need to look at why it's not achievable what is going on that isn't making that goal achievable what do you need to change take the time here to be honest with yourself take the time to seriously consider if your goal is realistic or achievable because you you don't want to get swept up in the excitement in the hype and give yourself an unrealistic unachievable goal because you're either going to burn yourself out or just be disappointed be honest with yourself about what you want to achieve how you want to do it and when you're going to do it by next you want to be breaking down that overall overarching global goal that you've just created of adding 15 20 25 kilos to your deadlift in four five six seven months time whatever whatever your smart goal you have created it's then time to break it down into smaller goals so what do you need to do to get there well first of all you need a good training plan so you're going to go to the athletic strength uk shop at www.athleticstrengthuk.co.uk forward slash shop and you're going to buy either the level one two or three athlete development program and use that as your training program your training tool or you're going to make your own and you're going to give yourself a deadline to do that by whether that's by friday by next week on the 6th of august when you get back from holiday whenever it is then you need to work out what are the other smaller things you need to do so you need to make sure you're eating the right amount of calories having the right amount of protein getting good sleep recovering well really breaking it down into the small little one percenters that is going to get you to your goal getting into good habits getting into good routines and making long-term habitual change is key to achieving anything whether that's in your job finances 
strength, sport, whatever it may be, habits breed results and creating good habits is going to really put you on the right track and put you on the best course to achieve what you want to achieve. And it's important through all of this to keep yourself accountable throughout the process. If you do not keep yourself accountable, then you'll never achieve your goals. You need to keep track of your progress and you can use that and you can use the um, athlete development programs in the Athletic Strength UK shop, as I said before, or you could make your own. You can take the time doing that if you want, but it's all done for you um, in the athlete development programs. Accountability... It also gives you the opportunity to stay motivated and driven. It, If you dive deep into your why, if you really search for your why, why do you want to achieve this, ask yourself, why do I want to achieve this goal? And then ask yourself why six or seven more times, you will get to the real reason as to why you want to do this. I've got my own reasons why I set up Athletic Strength UK and why I keep doing these blogs and podcasts and things and it's not something I'm going to share because because when you get to your true why it's a very internal driver so your external why why do I want to add 20 kilos to my deadlift because I want to be stronger to play rugby okay why is that important to you why is that important why do you want to achieve that why 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 and you're going to move from an external motivational source to a deep internal driver that's very personal and it may be quite emotional getting this out but you're gonna it's it's gonna help you hugely it's really honestly promise me i i promise you that it's really seriously going to keep you motivated when you're really feeling low and I know this because I found my why for Athletic Strength UK and it certainly has kept me going. So thank you very much for listening. I hope this has given you lots to think about. I hope you can go away now and really put into practice what I've been talking about. I hope you can set some really good goals for yourself and you're going to be able to achieve your goals in the set time and you're going to break them down and create good habits and all of this good stuff please let me know what you think if you're listening to this on itunes please rate it five stars and leave a comment it really it's really helpful i really appreciate all the feedback that you give and thank you for listening i know that you could be listening to anything right now and the fact that you're listening to this podcast really means a lot to me so thank you very much i hope you have an amazing day and i shall speak to you next time that's it for another episode of the fitness for sport podcast thank you very much for listening this is the part where i tell you to go and sign up to the mailing list now if you want free training advice and guidance every day then make sure you click the description in the show notes or you go to yes.athleticstrengthuk.co.uk forward slash sign underscore up and you will get a new email in your inbox every monday to friday with free training advice, free guidance from everything from weight training, power training, speed training to mental health and all the rest. Thank you very much for listening. Don't forget to sign up. Click the link in the show notes and I shall see you next time.